everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And when I was young, I saw a movie with Patrick Swayze. And now I got the moves. Check out my mud dance. There is just a 0% chance that Misha wants to have sex with this man. God, you're right? always fucking complaining. Okay. You're always fucking complaining. You're always looking for a reason why my sexy mud dance isn't good. I can't make you happy, Keb. Jesus. The Misha and I carried a cross down the street for five (laughs) minutes after I paid a guy two euro and I fucking couldn't do it by myself. But now I am I'm Christ like and you still won't touch my penis. I was really looking for like a doily to put on my head to mimic Misha in the opening yeah. scene when they were when Nicola was singing Ave Maria. I thought it was Rasvin, and <laughs> I was so confused. Well, the whole town, the whole town looked like the castle. I, yeah. I really thought that. What did they drive back to the fucking castle? This makes yeah. no sense. But it was in Israel. Yeah. It the Nicola the Nicola and Misha stuff delivered so hard for me this week. I I thought all of it was funny. The cross scene, I was, was like cry laughing just because and and not because like I'm not mocking the religious ceremony of of you know the stations of the cross like I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's the fact that <laughs> Nicola just kind of like took a cross from a random yeah. person. Yeah. Misha was like, do we rent it? Misha Wait. had to take up the tail of the cross because do you he have couldn't to carry go, it on his own. Do you have to go to a booth and like, do they accept Apple Pay? Like, how do we do this? <laughs> Where do we drop it off? Do I look with a, for a guy with a sign that says crosses dropped off here? Now that you have, now that you're like Jesus, you know, here you go. Do, you, do I tip? Do I tip the guy? <laughs> do, do I write? My, do I write my initials on this cross? Is there a, like a logbook? There is absolutely no way that that cross was built to scale. Like I just, no. th- it looked like a very light weight cross. It, it. My favorite part about it is that he didn't even carry it by himself. Misha's like <laughs> helping him with like the tail of it, and I think they just. It seemed like they just walked down the street and like ah, okay, box Good checked. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> I feel holy now. I just, Misha's just asking Nicola to like rub her down at the Dead Sea, mm-hmm. and he just didn't know what he was doing. And then his proclamation that he knows how to please a woman. Hey, hey, what the fuck? Okay, in fifth grade, I learned about man and women. So knowledge is power. Yeah. You fucking woman questioning questioning my sex skills. He had primary school sex ed. So therefore, at age 50, he knows how to fuck. He fucks, okay? He's ready to fuck every day. Yeah. Misha. Every day, Misha. He completes Because you're a machine, even though I've never really touched you. You're a machine. <laughs> you're a fucking whore that's not a virgin that has two kids. Clearly, you're ready to fuck every day. Never. No resolution to the Nicola. Do you have a problem? I'm divorced. None. No resolution. Uh, <laughs> because he's looking forward to banging every day. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I also like Sheila had like a Jose level turnaround on her language skills this <laughs> this week. Like all of a sudden she's just signing like I know she was spelling out a lot of words that she didn't well, the, know. But even so, the speed that she's yes. signing out the letters is really impressive. I was like, where did this come from? Like, can this is what Jose must have sounded like during his English test because I I, I, I was just floored. I'm like, I thought that you could barely sign. And then she busts this out and it, it, it was just remarkable. I, th- I think she was more nervous to do it on camera because she she was just embarrassed. But when she actually tried, she's look. I don't fucking know how to sign, but it's just <laughs> the speed that she's going, and it never seemed like David was confused about what she was saying. So ever, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have ASL, you know, competent people that can tell us, you know, how well it, how well she was doing, but. It looked like they were communicating. Yeah. And it was it was cool to see them underwater, too. But, um, I mean, least valuable player of the episode continues to be Amanda. Has <laughs> she ever met parents before? What? <laughs> yeah. What kind of line of questioning is this? Yeah. Like, so what was with that whore of an ex? Bef- before she asks any... Like, chat about the weather for a minute. The drive. The homemade Croatia, noodles. His homemade childhood. Noodles. Anything. Anything. Little brother. Yeah. Hi, my name's Amanda. Like, why, and- do you, why do you hate her ex? Why didn't you get along? And then within five minutes, if you make his dad cry, like, <sighs> it's fun. Like, maybe Razvan isn't disingenuous at all. Because his dad seems like a guy that's willing to show emotions like Razvan is. So maybe he isn't completely full of shit when he gets emotional and, and breaks down, you know? Yeah, totally. And it, they, they're they also in Split, which, by the way, Amanda and Razvan stayed in the Radisson Blue. And I stayed there in November <laughs> of last year. I was like, what month is this? Like, were they there at the same time that I was? Because really close. I wouldn't have known who they were. And there's not that many people in Croatia during that time because it's not high season. So I was like kind of freaking out about that. <laughs> but uh, Split is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. I was dying to know, like, what do his parents do there? Do they work in hospitality? Like, do they work? Like, what what do they do in Split? Maybe we would have known if Amanda would have asked. Yeah. Instead, she just went, oh, my God. I If I were these parents, I would have been like, Get her out of here. She sucks. What? Oh, so you have two kids? I'm just trying to make small talk. Yeah, my kids are amazing. They make it so easy to be a mother. It's like, what kind of a... I don't have to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, it it was just a weird way that she worded it, but... um, They're completely feral. It's great. (laughs) Uh what else i mean we have again like this is episode 14 we have no end in sight uh for this season um gino and jasmine jasmine literally like the explosive i had sex with my ex a month ago and completely fake (laughs) 
Gino is not surprising. Even get angry because he's like, there's no way that's true. It wasn't even a topic of discussion. Isn't that so wild? Funny. Yeah. That he, I don't even think for one second he really believed it. And you, just, just the fact that you're with someone who is willing to stoop to that and you're trying to make it work five minutes later is um, like he really has no self-respect in any way. It's kind of amazing to watch someone yeah. so so desperate for I don't even know. I don't even know what he gets out of this anymore. I guess he's coming lately. So, you know, <laughs> he's, he's getting peed on. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's I'm worth not... that's worth fighting for. OK. <laughs> like in, in my mind, there's no way that these two don't get married and she doesn't end up in Michigan. I, I I'm not completely sure, but I feel like she is. Yeah. So this breakup I, is, I don't know. I'm not taking this breakup very seriously at all. No, not at all. They're going to, you already see in the next time on, she's like backtracking. She's backpedaling so oh yeah, I forgot. hard. And I know, which is not surprising. It's no. just, this is one of the most toxic relationships we've seen on this show. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not Mary and Brandon level, but it's pretty toxic. But you know, she she is good at the game playing. I have mm-hmm. to give her credit because if you didn't see the next time on and we weren't maybe spoiled on social media, she's a good actress because she's relatively calm when yeah. she's telling him, get the fuck out. Like, I'm done. That's it. Get your stuff and go. This is pointless. It's over. She she was pretty convincing. She was until you remember, like, she was just asking her $3,000 rent, like, one hour ago, and how the hell is she going to pay that? I, well, she would have to move either way. That's true. I guess you're right. The world is open again, and that means I'm traveling a lot again. And I always get nauseous when I travel. If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you know you'll do whatever it takes to feel normal again. There is nothing worse than feeling like you might vomit all over a stranger on a plane or in an Uber or in a boat, especially when you're going somewhere that's supposed to be fun. Ginger doesn't do it for me, and I really hate taking pills that make me drowsy. If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you've got to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Really wish I would have had one of these when I was pregnant. And now you can use your HSA or FSA dollars to get a Relief Band. So, if you just got those accounts refilled, put that money to good use and fix your nausea problem for good. Whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Forget the days of nausea pills that make you groggy and exhausted. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you a relief from nausea, and you can change the intensity depending on how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. I can tell you firsthand that Relief Band actually works. I used Relief Band when I've had to fly post-COVID, and I was really surprised that I didn't feel nauseous 
at all. It also curves my anxiety because I know I have something to help with my nausea and I'm not just going to puke unexpectedly. And it's actually really easy to use. You just put a little gel on your wrist and pop it on. It's so easy to travel with and it's really discreet. It just kind of looks like a fitness tracker. And I don't really drink, as you all know, but my husband borrowed my relief pant when he had a few too many beers last weekend, and he said his hangover nausea was gone. He was very skeptical, and he was really surprised how quickly it worked. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners. If you go to reliefband.com, use promo code CRAYCRAY, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com, and use our promo code CRAYCRAY for 20% off plus free shipping. You want to talk about our other favorite people, Amanda? Sure. She wants to shove her vagina on his sword and and get him bloody like at every second now that he's threatened to leave her it's so annoying dude this is so fucking annoying to watch this is so it's it's like a childish behavior it's so fucking like teenage drama he all he has to like what you're teaching razvan is like literally all he has to do is kind of act a little mopey like Like, yeah, yeah treat you like shit which he's not even treating her like shit. He's just no, depressed. He's not, yeah. <laughs> like, but basically just be like, well, maybe I'm going to break up with you. And, and then you'll get fucking laid every second. I mean, according to the preview too, like God, he said they had sex four times last night and she was just all up in his business. And even just we night and day night yeah. and fucking day, just watching her interact with him, like chewing on his earlobe in the airport and all up in his <sighs> dick, like all the time, like, damn, he he just could she just stop touching her hair also it, it like stop touching your hair amanda or yeah amanda <laughs> she's always like just like trying to perfect it and it it's such an I, I don't know she annoys me she thinks she's so hot um but I, yeah this is i i it literally reminds me of when i was in middle school and had my first boyfriend and I was not into it until he decided, okay, I'm going to stop chasing you. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, no, okay, uh, yes. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm interested. <laughs> I, you're cute. Okay, come back. Totally. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I can't it's... picture my life without him. But you've uh, been picturing your life without him literally this entire trip until I yesterday. <laughs> That's all you've been picturing. <laughs> You said he didn't have the right morals. Like, how do you come back from that? Yeah. Go get fucked by ice, Amanda. Jesus. <laughs> Cro- that? Like, Cro- like, Eastern European insults are just the next level. Like, we're we're pathetic compared to these people in terms of, I, like, that's so good. I was so happy Rosvin asked. At first, I was like, what is he asking the taxi driver? And then I saw the subtitle, like, how do you curse? In Croatia, and they t- the taxi driver teaches them to say like "go like get fucked by ice." It's like the best. I I want to use that forever. So good. <laughs> Jeez. Um. 
I feel like he kind of hates her still, though. But he's just like, I'm going to take this great sex while it's coming at me. Like, why not? I know. We're, we're going to see how he really feels after uh, a night of four for orgasms <laughs> he's like gonna be where where are they like they're just in that oh right you said they're at the the radisson, at the radisson blue. blue god next time split. you go there bring a bring a fucking black light because some shit's gone down in that hotel now dude that place is fucking awesome it's like a it's a five-star hotel but in the off season you can get a room for like 70 bucks it's got like a full spa it's incredible so <sighs> anyway but i i want to know all about like where does his family live in split is incredibly gorgeous place yeah and i just want to know what his family's doing there his little brother's there how long have they been in croatia like why is razvan back in romania like what what's happening help i don't know we'll never know i don't know yeah <sighs> terrible food, leggings f- again terrible food looked, food looked uh very polish lots of noodles good. Yeah, I was so worried um, Amanda wasn't going to eat it. Actually, oh I wasn't God. nervous about it. I was excited to like rip her apart for it, but she did eat the noodles. Well, it's fried food. It's simple. Um, let's get into uh, why mom hated the ex. Uh, Has she basically ever met all parents of, before? Like, this I know. Is awful. And, and it's basically like all of the same things that Amanda's doing to him, essentially. Yeah. 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 And then she gets a little bit quiet after that, interestingly. <laughs> like dad dad picks up on the bad energy which like come on, you would have to you would have to be completely blind to not see that the energy here is horrible. There's there's nothing positive about this. No. And then Amanda immediately after they're like, they just didn't match. She didn't care about him. She was very controlling. Amanda's like, well, do you think that we match? I'm like, how would they know, Amanda? They met you two minutes ago and all you've said are my kids are great. And why do you hate his ex-wife? Like, why are you even talking? Rasvin even says, he's like, why are you asking them this? But he dutifully translates. But why would you ask? It's just such a weird, like, I can't imagine meeting my now husband's parents for the first time and asking about his ex-girlfriends, you know? That's at so why'd least you hate a, them? Um, so that's weird. at least a third family dinner topic. <laughs> at May, if ever. Yeah. And, and e- right. Even then, maybe it's not even a dinner topic. Like, ask her in the kitchen while you're making homemade noodle soup together, you know? Yes. Casually. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I or, don't or know. not even that because she asked like she asked why did you hate her or like yeah. why didn't you get along why not keep it more open ended like what did you think of Rosman's ex yeah oh, this isn't fucking complicated she's stupid it's just like be fucking normal and eat the goddamn noodles what <laughs> why is this so hard eat the pig Larry. <laughs> Um, yeah, his ex-wife wanted to change him, which is exactly what Amanda wants to do. She doesn't want him to be this TikTok star anymore, but I don't know what else he's going to be. Like, the dude is an actor, an entertainer. I mean, I would, That's who he is at wanna, his core. I'd want to change him, too, to be fair. I would want to change I wouldn't date him ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do not want somebody this charming. It's a red flag. No, um, no. Definitely yeah. can't have anyone with a personality. 
did he say I have written down that Rosvin says he doesn't see love in Amanda's eyes when they argue? <laughs> I just I think he's like over her. I think he's just like banging her like to because why not? I mean, I don't see our love in my wife's eyes when we argue. So <laughs> I think he was saying it in a nice way. And what he meant to say was she looks like she wants to murder me fucking when we argue kill. and I she hates my guts. Feel nothing for you. <laughs> and then she's leaving soon, right? I think so. This is kind of their last hurrah over here. So gotta gotta ruin a hotel room before you go. <laughs> Adorable little brother who said zero words. We heard zero from him. This kid's gotta speak some English. He at least studies it at school. I said don't nothing. Know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anything else? No. Well, Statler and Dempsey, I <laughs> talk about secondhand embarrassment oh man I, wow. I, I was kinda... like underneath the couch with one eye closed so, it's so bad like with the friend conversation i feel bad for her i still i have some sympathy like anxiety verbal diarrhea like i intellectually get it um that's that's hard I don't agree that meeting friends is going to war. That's a strange perspective to have. But beyond that, like, man, it it is tough when you, you just can't stop your you can't stop the there's no verbal filter. Yeah. And that that the train has left the station. You're just going to start saying random shit. But on the drive back, like her whole codependency is good. Uh, like you totally lost me. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? It's so bad. Yeah, I know. I agree that I don't know how much of this is her ADHD and her childhood trauma versus I mean, she should be in therapy, obviously, like you have to yeah. control yeah. this stuff as an adult person in your 30s. So I'm not excusing it. But yeah, it seems like Dempsey and Statler just have very different ideas of what a partner should be like Dempsey's very independent she seems like somebody that would be perfectly happy just doing her own thing all week and hanging out on the weekends but Statler wants to be attached at the hip this is going to cause issues it, it's it's bad for a couple of reasons one it's it's just like generally impractical like Statler's in her 30s she should she's had lots of relationships and sexual interactions like at a certain point, you have to at least intellectually understand, e even if you can't emotionally like behave this way, she is talking to Dempsey as if this is something that she has thought about and decided. Mm -hmm. And that's wild to me. Like that she has a decent amount of life experience at this point, and she still thinks that this is true. And not only that, it also feels like she's completely just like discarding everything that she knows about Dempsey, which is the yeah. exact opposite. And it you're, you're like, you're talking to someone that you have to know does not feel like this at all, at all. Yeah, I know. It's a really la big lack of understanding her partner or maybe selective understanding. Or, but. or, or maybe she is just like kind of desperately trying to change her in a very, very short amount of time. 
which is yeah. just as bad because it's not again it's like not gonna work you know she keeps saying like i hope dempsey comes around i'm like i don't think dempsey's gonna come around you know i mean this is she's she seems her. happy with who she is like yeah like i'm not I, you can't like groom her into thinking a different way when she's in her 30s too and she's like a very secure and confident person and she seems like she likes her life which is again like why this isn't like concerning to watch like if dempsey was much younger i would be like oh god this is bad or if dempsey were in a country with like a big economic disparity with the united states if she showers with rats it would be it would be an issue yeah, totally. But because it isn't, there's just like the balance of power is pretty equal here. Um, I I understand like Dempsey, by the way, the Edinburgh thing, I fucking died because like every American I've ever known says Edinburgh and it just like makes me shudder. But um, the friends like lose their minds. And I love that they're in Newcastle. I was like, this accent is giving me life. Um. But what is the deal with, like, meeting Dempsey's friends and she immediately says, like, sex is the only thing I'm good at. I've had lots of sex. (sighs) Sex parties, sex in public, sex at clubs, sex in elevators. I'm like, stop talking. What are you doing? This is so awkward. It um, it's huge insecurity. Yeah. She she is she seems to have always led with her sexuality. And when she says it's the only thing I'm good at, that's like you're taking self-deprecation too far. And I think like she I, I kind of think she actually believes that about herself, yeah. which is which is sad, right? Like that's not that's not if you if you've know if you've watched this season, you kind of feel like you're starting to get to know Statler. Like that's not funny and i kind of think like when she said like group sex sex clubs she's not getting the reaction that she normally gets in america and i wonder if she's just thinking well if i keep escalating this i'm gonna get a laugh but it's not working all these people are like uh they're horrified back away slowly (laughs) what are you talking about these are chill people too but in their itm they say why would you say that this is so strange maybe it's an american thing i was like this is not an american thing like in general i don't know maybe i mean it's so hard to generalize americans because there's so many but i would say we're more prude generally than europe and the uk yeah but it still doesn't seem like something that's talked about that openly either yeah. Like maybe we are maybe we are more prude overall, but I think if you're not prude, then it's acceptable with friend circles to talk this way. Yeah. Whereas over there, maybe not as not as much. I I don't, I don't know, know though. Um, but yeah, if someone that I just met was talking about all the gangbangs that they've been to, like I would think it's weird, but I would I would follow up. I would have questions. Like because Yeah, I would this too. Is, <laughs> Like we need this need like uh, this needs to be part of like the podcast, you know. And I would tell like, them like you we're gonna I'm gonna tell your horrifying sex stories, like after I talk what? about Paul being disappeared in the jungle. Yeah, I want to hear about the sex parties. Like what goes on? What did you wear? There? How was many there, people? Yeah. How was long their appetite? Were, you there? were there appetizers? <laughs> 
like, are you doing drugs and like drinking at the sex party or do you just go in and like straight start banging? Like, I do have a lot of questions, actually. Did so, you did you have a suitcase with butt plugs in it? <laughs> Was there a spa that people were pissing on each other? in? <laughs> Uh, then they ask what she likes about British people and all Statler can say is the accent. Yeah. Come on. That's again. I think, I think she's trying to be funny, but it's just not landing like at fucking all dude. Yeah. Cause then she calls England miserable. She's like, this place is miserable. The weather's terrible. Why would I want to move here? I just love her. It's like, Oh, again, not landing, not landing. And, And it's not, it's not the it's not i think that she, again like she in her head thinks that that is a sweet thing to say and like a compliment to dempsey but you're also with a table of strangers that presumably like living in the uk cuz they until maybe a year ago uh, a couple of years ago they could have like moved anywhere in europe but they didn't yeah yeah I know it's oof. yeah. I cringe. Oh, then then she well, used the toilet. I gotta take a huge shit. Uh, excuse <laughs> me a moment. And Dempsey, do you think she's awkward? Like, yes. Yep. Yep. Do you think she's awkward? Yes, Dempsey. She's awkward, Bad. but Dempsey just is really, really like doubling down on this. Statler really does things for me and shows up for me. She, her love language must be like acts of service or acts whatever you service. call it. Which yeah. is, which again, like, and also look, from Dempsey's perspective, her, her feeling like this is all, no one's ever done anything like this for me before. That's also very sad. It is. I know. Like, wow. What have these people been doing? I don't know. I, <laughs> But I I have to say, like, this trip to Edinburgh was really looked fun and looked cool. I like, like Edinburgh <laughs> myself. <laughs> I have a really, really good friend that I've known forever from Edinburgh. And she, like, it's so funny when she, she really doubled down on the pronunciation with me early in life. Um, Statler... Yeah, it takes her to this castle for her birthday. I I was confused because the castle seems to have a caretaker. Did she just rent a bedroom in this castle and it's like a B and B? That was confusing because it yeah. looked enormous. She was like, "I rented the whole castle for you," and I'm thinking, "Did you rent the whole castle or it's just gonna be like a part of it? Five thousand dollars a day. We don't. Right? We don't." need the whole castle either you're only two people and i would prefer to have somebody making breakfast for me personally i need a caretaker i don't want to be responsible for the whole place yeah yeah it looks cool though they take a bath immediately which i appreciate because nobody showers on the show right but uh i looked it up and it's only like a two and a half hour drive yeah it's not that far from newcastle um it, it looked it looked cool. I I would have loved this as a birthday surprise. I thought this was good. Statler's good at planning stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, she had that weird Valentine's Day scavenger hunt where I thought somebody might be little, kidnapped or die. But a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. She tried. Statler's also like pretty open. She she admits she's super super clingy. So I don't know. Maybe this is a case of 
Dempsey needs to really have a hard look at this. Yes, she's very good at acts of service, but she's also extremely clingy and wants to be around you constantly. So is this going to work? Probably not. I think I think it is kind of fair to put a little bit of... I, th- I think it's fair to put a little bit of the onus on whether this is going to work on Dempsey because, as you said, Statler's very open about who she is and uh, what she's done yeah. and what she's good at and what she likes and uh, what she needs out of a relationship. It seems pretty clear. And Dempsey's not like a closed book or anything, but if Dempsey keeps dragging this out and then decides, oh, you told me who you are and I don't like it. Like, I don't know if she drags it out too long. It's, it's not a completely all on Statler. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dempsey even, I think her final quote of the episode was, I don't feel pressure to be with Statler. I want to be with Statler. So, yeah. I mean, if that's your choice, that's your choice. Like go forth. Uh, I think it's going to, end in a fiery hell but you know no i mean what she says at one point when you look up the definition of codependency i don't see the problem like that's <laughs> one of the most gigantic red flags that we've oh, ever seen on so this bad. fucking show dude so bad but again she like she's talking to dempsey about it and she's yeah. very clear about her expectation of a relationship i would run very far away but she's not saying that behind Dempsey's back. She's talking about it openly. Yeah, it's fair. I've been using Pro's products for a while now, and you've probably heard me talk about it on the podcast before. Switching to a custom routine from Pro's was one of the best things I've done for my hair, and the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. We all have different hair concerns. Mine, for example, it's quite dull, it's dry, I want it always to be shinier, or I did. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level in a shampoo and conditioner can be hard with drugstore brands. Pros has a -a one-of-a-kind made-to-order hair care, and it's about more than just your hair type. My shampoo and conditioner from Pros have herbal scents that I prefer. I actually don't like anything floral. And it's also focused on my main hair concerns, which is moisture and smoothness and shininess. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, look, we all have a hair quiz, right? And this quiz is very fun. It asks a lot of questions about your hair, your unique circumstances. Like for me, I live in a dry climate and I had dull hair. By analyzing over... 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. My favorite feature is Pros' review and refine tool, which lets me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change my address, my hair color, or even my diet. This makes it really easy to make changes when you decide to go vegan for that month after New Year, or if you decide to try balayage. As a carbon-neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon-neutral. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. 
Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your subscription plus $20 off your first subscription order today. Go to pros.com slash cray cray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and an extra $20 off. So David and Sheila get engaged. This was a big proposal storyline for them. Big, big uh, episode for them. Yeah. Turtles look cool. Snorkeling look fun. Yeah. Nice. They, they, like, as we said at the beginning, they're communicating well. Um, She looks great for dinner. And there was, there's something like, so charming about watching this couple have such a nice time together because we never see it on this show. It's wild. And it's also like this is a really special treat for them and they really appreciate yeah. it. You know, they're not taking they it for granted at right. all. Neither of these people do things like this. Yeah. It, they're just so excited about absolutely every small detail and activity. And it's just really, really sweet. They're excited about the room. They're so excited about the dinner. They're like, like, have you ever been on a date like this before? And they, neither one of them have. It's a really fancy dinner date. He's trying to pour half a glass of wine from his glass into her glass. And I was like, please stop. This is making me very anxious. <laughs> the, which was kind of funny because they said the wine tasted like shit. Yeah. And and also, like we didn't see all the food they brought out, but what they did bring out looked terrible. Yeah, it, did, it was underwhelming for sure. I don't know, but it still was a nice environment, and I'm sure they really enjoyed themselves. And it's just, it was. I guess it was sad to watch because they're like in this restaurant. I mean, Sheila, I think is like blown the fuck away by this entire thing. David maybe has been to nice restaurants in the States, but he can't go all the time. Like he, he works his ass off for what he has. And then they bring out a bottle of wine. And this is like this transcendent experience. They tasted like, ew, this is gross. (laughs) I felt felt bad. I felt really bad for them. (laughs) I would never order wine in the Philippines. Like just mainly in like, I feel like in Asia in general, like wine would not be my go-to. Well, they probably are. They probably import all of it. It's for tourists. Yeah, that's true. It's just I remember um, and I have been to some Asian countries. It's not to say all Asian countries have been to some Asian countries where they serve white wine warm. And that's yeah. like hmm. because and I'm like, it's supposed to be room. temperature. It's just like not I just hmm. like don't recommend it. Hmm. So um, I don't know. But I, I thought it was a weird maybe David just thought wine is what I'm supposed to order at a fancy restaurant, you know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a romance multiplier right yeah but uh then they they go on this scuba diving boat and again they're just so excited about it david loves swimming because it doesn't matter if you can hear under the water and i thought this looked awesome i mean have you ever have you ever seen a sea turtle in the wild yeah in hawaii when that's the only place oh that's not true i think i saw one in turkey but in hawaii there was like a sea turtle on the beach where we were and it was like pandemonium 
I mean, there were like people <laughs> screaming over the loudspeakers, stay away from the sea turtle. We will call the wildlife police on you. Stay away from the sea turtle. I'm like, I don't even know where the sea turtle is. If I'm swimming in the ocean, how do I know if I'm close to the sea turtle? And so I just stayed sorry, out of the ocean until it left. I thought I was going to get arrested, even though I did not even lay eyes on this creature. And it just reminded me of that. But these turtles were everywhere. and You could get so close to them. That's hilarious. We, cool. we were we we saw them in St. Martin and we were on just like a drinking boat cruise and all of my friends and I and my wife we were all wasted on this fucking boat and the guy just like stops like there's some turtles and we all just like leap in the water and <laughs> just like look at the turtle and like okay let's get back on. It's very very different than what you're describing. <laughs> It was hey, I mean, turtle, they... let's swim with the turtle, dude. <laughs> Give me more rum punch. <laughs> yeah, they were not fucking around with these turtles in Hawaii. Damn. I have never experienced something like that, but um, but yeah, I mean, they're, nobody, they're nobody like, touched it or anything, but not was... intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's like nobody was intentionally going up to this turtle, but I think people but, I mean, that tourists, were snorkeling out there, they just didn't know that the turtle was around. And so look, they were close to it. Americans are very, very dumb. They are. I could they see people like grabbing it. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it was probably necessary. I mean, clearly they've struggled with tourists doing dumb shit to turtles or they wouldn't yeah. need this reaction. But, um, yeah, I the proposal was quite sweet. They yeah. made it seem like she said no because she I was mean, crying, which is such a fake out. She just said that, that's that how you know leaving. it's a real couple. They have to do all this bullshit fake out stuff. They David do this on UK a lot. Yeah, you're right. David keeps getting redder and redder and sweatier. Oh, sweating his <laughs> fucking balls off. I felt bad for him. Man. And he's like, is it hot? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, this is complete. We're at the beach. I'm actually cold. <laughs> it was really great. I mean, the back of his shirt is soaked through. I was like, oh, damn. Production should really let him go change his shirt. This is like awful. I also thought it was really kind of cute and funny that she's she knows what's happening. And so she like covers her face from crying and he's like uh i can't like tell you what i'm trying to say here because oh, yeah. you have to be able to see my signs <laughs> <laughs> yeah and again it was he he signed the proposal he got right to it she was ecstatic she was very happy i was surprised like none of the staff caught on to what was happening and brought them like a cake or something no they're um, too busy mopping up wine that got flung everywhere <laughs> They like completely <laughs> knock over the whole table on the way up. And it it was it was actually like it's just so rare that we see a happy couple on the show. And despite production trying to play up like, oh, Sheila just wants seventeen hundred dollars from David to update her home and, and all this stuff. Th these two people are really into each other. You can tell. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that I am I worried about the next episode though. I am too. It's it's almost it's like 99% another preview fraud and fake out and John Rail's going to be like, "Yeah, I'll go. It sounds awesome." But it <laughs> it that would be that would be like really 
concerning for the relationship if he was because we've seen this kind of play out a little bit on the david and annie spinoff and it's like really brutal yeah david uh, annie's nephew cousin it's her brother is it her brother damn tried to bring to the u.s and he did not he was not interested he's like nah i'm cool here i like my life here i like donging around and i'm good yeah which like I don't That's blame him. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Be happy with your life. That's great. I wish it's... I could dong around and do nothing all day. <laughs> I mean, not, to be fair, I mean, the guy's going to have to work his fucking ass off yeah. to make a living, but he's, that's what he's comfortable with. It's what he knows. He, you know, be like, it's, it's a different, it's a different type of working your ass off than he would have to do here. Yeah. And I, I just don't. I have never believed and don't believe that everybody's happier, happier going to America or a quote unquote, like richer country. You I mean, sound you like be... a fucking woke commie. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, your, your community, your family, your friends, like that is ultimately what makes you happy. And yeah, and there's something like refreshing about a person on this show, realizing that being like, yeah, I don't really want to go to a, different foreign land where I don't know anyone and don't understand the language and et cetera. So, um, Kim, Kim, you're, you're, you're supposed (laughs) to fucking assume everyone in the world wants to come here and then not let them. Yeah. That's how this is supposed to work. It's the premise of most of the show. God damn it. What's going to happen to her dad, though, if John Rell leaves and Sh- and Sheila leaves? Who's going to take care of her dad? I am, like, quite worried <sighs> about that because he's in rough shape. Yeah. I don't know. And, and yeah, the, his wife just died tragically, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And now you're talking about your daughter and grandson leaving, too. I mean, yeah. the timeline, obviously, is going to be at least a year, maybe more. But still, it's going to be a hard conversation. The guy, I mean, the guy looks kind of checked out. I'm not sure he's all there anymore. Yeah, so I don't I know. know. Which which maybe is uh, better for his emotional state, but it's bad for the practical reality, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm worried about that. But otherwise, uh, we'll just celebrate the happiness of this specific episode, which was a high, high level of happiness. <laughs> Let's talk about mud jobs, Misha. <laughs> I know you will love it. You, she is a machine. She is a machine, Misha. I do strip cheese for you, Misha. <laughs> I just the level of jackhammering that this guy is going. Oh, to it's going to be mega jackhammer. It's going to be so hard to endure. I, I, oh. I, I do not understand. And this is like a major, major spoiler. Skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear two skips on your app multiple sightings of these two in Minnesota. Absolutely fucking mind-blowing. They've been seen at the Mall of America. They've been seen at the Aldi. (laughs) I just don't... I need a jackhammer sound effect on the soundboard for Nico. Like, there's no hotter Catholic dude that Misha could... Mary, I just no, none at all. She needs someone to mansplain Jesus to her at all times, Kim. I would say that she needs somebody to also like. What what else was he mansplaining this episode? The renting of the cross, 
he was mansplaining. <laughs> um, he did mansplain the Dead Sea to her, but then it seemed like she needed that because she asks if there's salt in the Dead Sea. That's that was. <sighs> yeah, Misha. There, I almost thought that float. she must like. I kind of, I kind of thought she must have been fucking with him, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> He was like, "Yes, Misha. Why you? Th- yes." <laughs> it's like the other oh, thing that fair. he, the other thing he kind of mansplained was Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Like, do you really have to fucking explain? I mean, I didn't. I actually didn't know that Sodom and Gomorrah is the biblical like location was in the Dead Sea, mm-hmm. which is what he, that he implied that right. Like that's what he you're implied saying? that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that, but he also explained what Sodom and Gomorrah was. I'm like, that's like. Everyone fucking knows that. That's like a <laughs> cultural lingo, kind of, you know? Yeah. He just, he, he really, yep. And I just, look, I was raised That's where Catholic. you fucking belong, Misha, with your whoring ways, <laughs> being married and having children before me. <laughs> I saw Patrick Swayze. How dare you get married to someone besides me in 20 years before I fucking met you? fucking whore <laughs> this is the one religion i can actually comment on and make light of because i was raised catholic and my entire family's catholic so that watching this rosary scene where nicola is singing ave maria is absolutely freaking absurd nobody does this and like that she's yeah. wearing like, this doily on her head and like I have never, it might be a cultural thing. (laughs) I was like, it might be like a cultural thing in Israel for Christians to do this or Catholics, but I have never seen this. And he is reciting prayers in latin like my dad used to tell me that he used like the priests used to give mass in latin when he was little but they have not done that since like the 60s i don't at least in the states and it would be interesting if they still did that at you know that particular church because it's such a historical holy site and maybe they want to maybe there's like a, a a tradition just there but yeah, that could be. This is, that's something that you can fucking explain to Misha, not what Sodom was. <laughs> that just feels very performative, like totally, performative totally. Catholicism. Well, that and was Misha. Sitting... I mean, everyone everyone was saying when remember when Misha was in the church in Minnesota yes. and she's yeah. like holding the fucking beads and just everyone <laughs> was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, it's not unusual to pray the rosary, but to be sitting on separate sides of the church as well. It's like, okay, now, like, again, I, I've been to Is Catholic that a super churches. old school, like, traditional thing, too? I just assume that's a tradition in all religions is that men and women were separated. I have never seen a Catholic church where they were separated like that. Mm-hmm. The only place where I know that you have to cover up is obviously the Vatican, where you're not allowed— Without Which I also didn't know hair. until we were there a couple weeks ago. I mean, mo- most people don't know that. That's why they sell you clothes, like, right outside. Yeah. The- I didn't have to cover up. Yeah, of course not. Um, but, yeah, I've never I've never been to a Catholic church where I had to, like, sit on a certain side of the church and wear a thing over my head. But uh, at the Dead Sea, 
this is fun. Like, it's fun. Going to the Dead Sea is fun. And floating, it looks, it is it looks wild. cool. I actually, I, I didn't, um, I didn't know they had like whole catwalks and kind of like relaxed areas with like beach chairs. Like it looked really cool. Yeah. It's a whole, like they make it into like a resort thing. I've only been yeah. on the Jordan side, but, um, it, it tastes like a dirty martini. I was like, do not drink the water. It's <laughs> disgusting. So d- gnarly. Ugh. And then, I like how, okay. So he starts giving her the mud massage and the first thing he's like this is the first time i do this to a woman and i'm thinking like wait so like have you done this to men before (laughs) i only do it with my brothers (laughs) hold on yeah Yeah. and you know misha's pissed off that he's not making it flirty and fun she's like where else do you want to put the mud my vagina i I already put mud (laughs) on all area what you want I'm like okay, also, put it on her boobs. Just, it is a weird, yeah. I, I guess like I guess boobs might be okay, but I was thinking, like, <laughs> hey, hey, Nicola, look at my badge. <laughs> Give me some mud. <laughs> this is where like. This is a little bit embarrassing and cringeworthy where Misha tells Nicola that if he has sex questions, he can ask her openly. Like she's a sex ed teacher or something. I was like, stop talking. Oh my God. That's because also like this is performative. I mean, it was funny, but you're on camera asking a 45 year old virgin to give, to ask you sex questions it was bad it was really bad meanwhile he he's like it did look like he was spackling a wall like (laughs) fucking like putting drywall mud on her like the way he was doing it It was so funny yeah it was he was he he knows everything about how a woman operates though what's what's the problem the obliviousness was great. I, I I don't believe like I think that Misha was being very performative in this scene. But the mm-hmm. reason why it's still funny is because Nicola is genuine. Like this he, this yeah. dude is not acting. She's like, no. so do you want to try that again, but be more sexy about it? What? I already put it on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. What do you, what do you mean? I know yeah. how women operate. Uh, I went to sex ed in fifth grade and I learned everything I need to know. That was hey, I have a friend. Ago. I have a friend who's had sex. <laughs> That's what he says. I have friends. <laughs> I have friends that told me about having sex with their wives. So I know everything I need to know. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I have oh, a friend wow. who put it in one time. So I'm ready. <laughs> so bad. Oh man. Um, what did then, you what what did you learn? Did, okay, I didn't have sex ed until I want to say seventh grade. Uh, me too. I think it was but, it was definitely middle school. But I'll tell you, there was nothing in sex ed that taught me how to pleasure a woman. That's for damn no. sure. No, that's not what they fucking teach. Like they was, teach you yeah. that a vagina exists. And they barely tell you where it is. <laughs> I just remember a lot of pictures of herpes and oh, yeah. other STDs. Oh, God help you if you go to Catholic school. 
Oh yeah, no, it, that was yeah. It was a what my dear wife. Class, oh, my, class what my fear. wife told me about Catholic school sex ed was basically about <laughs> the horrors of pregnancy and STDs and ruining your life. Um, you know, but uh, yep. Jesus, Jesus loves you, etc. Don't be a Pretty don't be much. a whore like don't be a whore like Misha. But if you have to, here's how to put a condom on a banana. No, uh, no, no, and don't yeah. do it until you're married. But then don't use protection when you're married because you don't want to be a slut person. That's true. Yes, correct. So lots of lots of interesting messages that are not in conflict at all. Uh, I did not learn, for example, like how to give a good blowjob in sex ed. Uh, that was not discussed. But no. I guess Nicola... that's for your friend. That's for your friends to teach you that have already done it. <laughs> Nicola just positing that something he learned from an educator in public school when he was 10 years old has now carried over 40 years later. I have a friend. I live in, I live in the world that, which is basically saying like he's watched a shitload of porn, right? I think so. Or like, of course he has. That's that's why his mom wants him to leave because he doesn't understand how to use headphones correctly. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, too, none of his friends nor his family even knew that Misha existed. So it's not like they've been giving him sex tips. Yeah. As far as they're concerned, he has no girlfriend and never has had a girlfriend. He so... knows a lot about sex from watching hentai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so troubling. <laughs> Misha, oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of like Catholic like fetish porn so is he, there? he know he knows every kim if it exists there's fetish porn of it um this he's Good like point. watching nun porn all day long he <laughs> knows about sex okay and he also knows how to dance because of patrick <laughs> swayze misha looks like her vagina has dried up and oh. will never recover uh, will never recover, Kyle. Who asked for so a striptease in a bathing suit ever <laughs> in existence? <laughs> I like how he's like he's wearing one piece of unsexy clothing and says like threatens to do a striptease <laughs> in the public on camera. With you don't know any, you don't know him. who striptease is. What are you talking? Misha's face is really priceless though she's like oh god this is awful (laughs) she's just not hold back well I wonder if she's thinking my daughters are going to watch this (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) her daughters are like oh we are learning right now that we are not dating anybody like this guy this is a what not to do lesson her her daughter's friends are going to watch this oh uh, when I was young, I saw a movie with Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, it's on. I mean, maybe it's this whole sexy strip tease that leads them to rent the cross and go to to, to drag it to Jesus's tomb. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a reasonable next step after this. Yeah, they film this. They film the filming this out of order would make a lot of sense. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Are you watching the other way season six and 90 day UK season two this summer? Do you just hate ads? 
If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only 5 bucks a month, so less than a Starbucks. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually an hour and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, where we cover The Other Way, 90 Day UK, and any other 90 Day shows that are currently airing. You'll also get full access to our complete podcast archive. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Do you have any like fascinating predictions for the upcoming Mm. episodes? Uh, My prediction is we'll never see Tyre again. Oh yeah. I forgot about him. He looks on. We didn't see Riley and Violet this week either. No, they've got to be done. Nothing happens with Violet and Violet, Violet, and um, yeah, Gino's going to take Jasmine back into. He's going to make her. He's going to make her work for it. But they're going to be together at the tell-all. Is my prediction. Okay, I think that they're. I think she's probably in Michigan by now. I think they're married. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. They're not breaking up. They have like oh, way too many seasons invested and they want to be on 90 Day OG. Their 90 Day OG season is already filmed. Yeah, probably. It is and in the books. It might be what we get next. We still have no inkling of what's coming. So I don't know. Maybe they'll move last resort to the primetime spot. Oh, shit. We would be really fucked. We're going to just be covering Love is Blind on our main podcast episodes. <laughs> We're not fucked at all. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I am digging my heels in. <laughs> you do it. it you, we deserve that. Um, I, yeah, I, you do. <laughs> I, th- I think that Dempsey and Statler also break up because I think this oh, baby yeah. situation is this the deal breaker. Bad. This looks it looks bad. really bad. Yeah. yeah. Statler should not have a baby i do love that this argument is going to occur in the scottish castle that is some good stuff so none of these arguments happen at like 10 in the morning over a coffee at home oh no no they always happen in the most romantic places (laughs) i know it's great (laughs) well thanks everybody for listening we hope you'll tune in again next week if you like the podcast give us a five-star review on whatever Whatever. you're listening on this (laughs) i was gonna say apple Podcasts, but i don't know where they're listening so yeah um and yeah we'll talk to you all next week talk to you guys soon